Hello and welcome to Kbotech, a short podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas with me, John. This episode, we're going to be talking about Hostage, Missing Celebrity. Uh, this is a thriller film around the theme of abduction from 2021, uh, starring Hwang Jung-min as Hwang Jung-min. Um, this uh, is uh, one of those quite meta films, like your uh, Being John Malkovich, for example, that stars an actor uh, basically playing a fictionalized version of themselves. Um, and we're going to get on to that. It is also uh, a very good um, kind of kidnapper thriller, um, which there's quite a few of from South Korea. Um, a Man from Nowhere being uh, one of the best, for example. Um, but uh, yeah, with the person being kidnapped being a, a celebrity, it gives it an extra little twist, even more so when it's someone who is uh, A, known, B, has a very likable public persona. Uh, and it all adds to what makes this film a, a joy to watch, and uh, I did find it a joy to watch. Um, now, I found a website that suggests uh, this is a, a remake, um, but the director said this uh, that he came to the idea of Huang Jingmin as, hims- as himself uh, partway through writing. So I'm not quite clear on that, but there are similarities. Um, I saw on koreanfilm.or.kr uh, uh, to a Chinese movie called Saving Mr. Wu, um, but with a very different plot and ending. Saving Mr. Wu, uh, previously known as The Strongest Competitor, is uh, a 2015 uh, action crime thriller from China um, starring Andy Lau, um, as well as a bunch of other people. And uh, it was based on a true abduction case um, where a cast member called Wu Rufu uh, was a victim. Um, so that's in- interesting. I don't know if it... Uh, this, uh, this one, Hostage Missing Celebrity, goes back to that, like I say. Um, but um, interesting that, to think that this stuff does happen and, and is the inspiration for it, at least. Um, but yeah, not only uh, did the idea come to uh, the director, whose name is Pil Kamsong, partway through, but he actually had uh, him in mind, uh, you know, that first, he's, if he was going to have a celebrity, um, he wanted it to be Huang Jung-min. Um, Pil Gamsong, by the way, has been in the Korean film industry for 20 years. He worked on a, a film called Musa back in 2001. Um, he has been, you know, part of uh, part of crews for films, and has been trying to get scripts made for uh, 20 years, and, and has finally had some success. and And this was uh, quite a hit in um, South Korea, also um, screened here in Singapore. Um, so uh, good for him. He's really stuck it out. Um, and uh, with a, a banger of a movie as well. So I thought that this meta concept you've got at the heart of this movie would lead to a bit of an action comedy um, in the vein of something like a veteran. Uh, I thought it was going to really lean into the, the meta thing, but this is closer to the Park Chan-wook, Kim Ji-woon school of kind of blood-splattered thriller. Um, there's a lot of violence. The stakes are made very clear. Um, that people are going to get grievously hurt and then killed uh, if they don't comply, and it extends to Huang Jung-min. Um, there is a ruthless group of kidnappers who seem to hate each other as much as anyone that they're actively kind of um, chasing, capturing, uh, extorting. Um, they've killed and apparently cooked other people. They've captured and tortured a young girl 
who is there when uh, Huang is is kind of brought back to their lair. It's quite bleak um, and uh, yeah, very bloody. I did see an interview um, with Pil Gam Siong on the Korean film website. Um, and he remarked that when we say that a film is about Huang Jungmin getting abducted, there was much room for it to be taken as a comedy, so it had to be realistic in order for the audience to get immersed in it. That's why I researched and read the memoirs of abduction victims as well as information on abductors. I even met with the police to ask for advice on the psychology of abductors. Um, that's a quote from, from the director. Um, that's really interesting. Uh, Clearly he uh, wanted this to be a, a good movie in and of itself and not for Huang Jungmin's involvement to just be kind of tokenistic or a, a novelty that would maybe sell a few cheap tickets um, but uh, be ultimately forgotten. Um, so he wanted to really go with his vision. So maximum respect for that. This uh, this director had um, you know something he wanted to pull off. Um, he's done so admirably. Um, I thought that, you know, as someone who's seen a number of films with, with Huang In, uh, it is, you know, pretty fascinating as an insight into what version of himself Huang Jungmin is willing to play. Uh, this is a long way from the bizarre nature of something like being John Malkovich, um, which is very much, it kind of leans into... Uh, a, a distorted version of a, of a public persona or the kind of claws out diva version of Anne Hathaway in Ocean's 8 for example where it's like ha 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 what, what if Anne Hathaway was really like this um, this movie strives to create a believable version of an actor that we all know or if you're into Korean film uh, you know he does uh, appear uh, avuncular and genial to begin with um, but it's also surprisingly frank in how it depicts um, him as a middle-aged man. He's taking meds, um, he's declining celebrity parties to go home, um, he pretty much seems to want to have a quiet night, he stops in at a sort of a 7-Eleven on the way back, um, and it shows him as a pretty kind of, um, uh, you know, low-key um, uh, as a personality. You're not seeing him sort of exclusively at awards dues and living a high-profile life. So presumably he, he he doesn't have to have himself kind of communicated in that way. So I, I thought that was quite uh, quite interesting as a reflection of Huang Jungmin as a as a person and and how he perceives his public image. Um, he does have to do some action star stuff. Um, obviously, part of the movie is about him. Um, as the actor living up to his on-screen self um, so uh, he, he does get a few moments where he's uh, you know getting into scraps or uh, you know bolting a, a away and uh, try, trying to rescue himself but then there's moments when he looks like he's genuinely about to cry uh, or he makes a decision that goes very wrong um, so he's a he's a fallible central character uh, it's quite uh, quite a humble portrayal and uh, and depiction of him, I would say. Um, even though obviously he he comes good in the end, and uh, you know he's, he's very much uh, portrayed sympathetically, um, but they don't make him out to be uh, a, a flawless um, person uh, at all. Um, I think uh, 
picking out references to his films is going to be part of the fun for a lot of fans. I think there's probably a lot I missed uh, watching this. In fact, a fun thing to do with this movie would probably be to come back to it when I've got even more familiarity with the sort of the oeuvre of Huang Jungmin. Um, it, uh, it, it is a, a really good film in and of itself that moves really fast. Again, short runtime. Um, like a lot of these thrillers I've been loving recently, Midnight and Hard Hit, it makes the most of every minute it's got. Um, I just uh, I do think you should get into his films first to know what he's like as an actor, um, because just even the way he comes across, um, like that interview with uh, with the director, he was talking about how there were uh, a few alterations that Huang Jungmin uh, made. Like there was one moment where he was supposed to go, oh, okay, no problem, sir. Uh, when he encounters the kidnappers to begin with um, and Wong sees this and says actually if it was me I would just swear um, but I don't know whether he's referring to himself or the kind of characters he plays um, but on screen he's he's often a big personality he's a, a, a gangster um, or he's uh, you know some kind of a uh, some kind of a, a, a criminal or something like that and uh, he's gen generally um, quite a, a charismatic presence on, on screen, particularly in something like New World, where he's just like cursing the air blue um, throughout the entire runtime of that movie. Um, I learned many swear words in Korean just from watching him in that. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if you don't know much um, about Huang Jungmin, if you haven't seen him in other stuff, then this is uh, quite a straightforward abduction film otherwise. Since they're not doing a lot with the concept of a kidnapped celebrity, um, other than comment on how the cops react quicker um, when it's someone you know who is famous, as opposed to someone who isn't on telly. Um, like the cops have been sitting on this uh, you know missing persons case for a couple of weeks, and then Huang Jungmin uh, gets abducted and they're straight in there. You know, Another uh, example of the cops being uh, presented as fairly, you know, if not inept, then um, sometimes not even that interested um, in uh, in film. So, um, yeah, I, I thought to that end I would just include a little list of films I've seen with Huang Jungmin that you should check out maybe before this. Um, some of the most enjoyable homework that you could possibly have, I think. Um, first, already mentioned it, New World. This is Huang Jungmin opposite uh, Yi Jung Jae and Choi Min Sik, uh, who are respectively um, two of the, the best actors about. Um, the three of them in this movie as a kind of a, a triumvirate of uh, two gangsters, one of whom's undercover and the detective in charge of the whole thing um, and the uh, intrigue that goes on between them but also how your sympathies change between someone who is actually quite a um, utilitarian and cruel detective uh, to Yi Jung Jae's character who is a very tortured uh, undercover cop uh, to Huang Jung Min who is the most magnetic character on screen uh, as, as he often manages to be um, but is also an unrepentant uh, villain at the same time um, absolutely brilliant movie, uh, beautiful cinematography by Chung Chung Hoon, uh, a gorgeous uh, soundtrack um, uh, as well by Cho Yong Wook. Um, 
Yeah, brilliant. Uh, if you only see one of, well, actually, I can't say that because the whaling is also in this list. Um, you have to see this movie. You also have to see the whaling, um, made by Na Hong Jin. Uh, not a central role um, for uh, for Huang Jungmin in this. He plays a shaman. Um, he's very good in it. Uh, partway through the movie, uh, when things are starting to get uh, a little bit more desperate, a little bit more serious, he turns up and um, really livens it up. He's quite a, um, uh, again quite a duplicitous, uh, two-sided character in this. But at the same time, you see him doing some uh, really interesting rituals that are all um, uh, you know quite fascinating to watch. Um, I liked him a lot in this movie. Uh, he's on a lot of the posters. Um, also, veteran. This was Huang Chengmin and Yua In, and uh, a, a brilliant pairing. Two absolutely dynamite uh, actors, obviously, um, and uh, that is more of the the action comedy, like I mentioned. It's got some great fight scenes, particularly in the kind of opening twenty five minutes. Um, it's got one that's in a kind of a car workshop. Um, that is just brilliant. If you're into your, your action films, that's that's really good. Um, the whole movie is uh, is decent. Um, there's also more recently Deliver Us from Evil. Um, it's uh, it's an action movie. It's set mostly in Thailand. I've covered it on the podcast. Um, it reunites Huang Jungmin with Lee Jung Jae. Um, they are against each other in this one. Um, you see a very different side of Huang Jumin. He's very subdued in this very quiet, um, almost depressive. He's a, a retired hitman um, whose last job in life is to basically save the kid he never knew he had. Um, it, it's a film that's got a few issues, but I think uh, as a, a chase movie, uh, really good. Lee Jung Jae playing basically uh, the Terminator in that. Um, and Blades of Blood by Lee Junik. Uh, this also has some cinematography by Chung Chung Hoon. Um, it features uh, Huang Jungmin playing uh, a, a blind swordsman, um, a kind of a Zatoichi figure, and uh, it's got a lot of good action scenes, um, some very uh, kind of out there choices by Huang Jungmin throughout. Um, not my favorite Lee Junik uh, period piece, um, by a, a long shot, but um, yeah, it's got some uh, incredibly, outrageously good scenery and imagery towards the end. Um, and still on my watch list, um, there's a bunch of films with Huang I still want to see. So The Unjust, um, A Bittersweet Life, um, which also has Lee Byung Hun, um, and Asura, City of Madness, um, waiting to uh, to catch all of that. Well sitting on them really because I have access to them on, on various streaming services um, so yeah hopefully that has given you a couple of movies you can watch um, before this one um, if you've already seen a lot of Hong Jung Min movies, if you like him, I think uh, this is a guaranteed good time um, it's interesting to see how it handles him as a uh, as a public figure um, and as a kind of a, a bit of an acting legend in South Korea, in, in especially in action movies, because this is also an action movie. Um, and uh, obviously a, a lot of work, a lot of research went into this by a, a very committed director who's made a brilliant film after 20 years trying to get a script made. Um, and uh, yeah, knocked it out of the park. So Hostage Missing Celebrity. Um, it's uh, recommended by me. 
You can follow this show on at kbotacpod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, retweets and shares are much appreciated. And best of all, if you like this show, please subscribe, uh, leave a review, do the uh, the five stars on Spotify, Apple, and wherever. Um, and uh, I'd love to be able to read out your review on the podcast. Thank you for listening. Cheers.